0: The world just needs a hero to help cut through all the noise. Noise, noise, noise,
1: noise. Well, now you have two.
0: Good morning, good evening, or good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to the Heroes of Noise podcast. I'm your host, Steve.
1: What's the haps, mud flaps? My name is Dan. Ready to rock this out for you. Got my little drink ready to go so my voice is all nice and smooth. Hey, Steve, you know what I'm drinking today, brother? I'm going to go with tea with uh, lemon and honey. Actually, just hot water with honey and a little dash, a dash, Steve. Just a dash of apple cider vinegar. Oh, Because it's good for your throat. That's right. (laughs) That's
0: right. You have a very strange... Who taught you that concoction again? Stevie Wonder. Oh, that's right. That's the story he told
1: at the concert. I, yeah, when I went to see Stevie in concert, he told the story. He said it's good for your throat. So, guess what? It really is good for the throat. I recommend you try it. You know
0: what? I'm gonna try it next week. I'm gonna put how much um, apple cider vinegar would you say?
1: I think that's I think that's mostly to taste because I've tried it where they said like put in you know, a half, a t- or excuse me, like a tablespoon. And yes. That does nothing. It just tastes like water. So I usually go glunk, glunk, glunk. So like that. It's that. If you go glunk, 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 I like that sound. Cup, so everybody
0: it, listen to that. Glunk, glunk, glunk. Mm-hmm.
1: If you feel like trying it, just get yourself a couple of glunk, glunk, glunks and you're Perfect. good to go. Throw is- a little honey in that. You got yourself a tasty treat and it's also good for your throat. You know what? And the funny thing is, uh, we are not sponsored by this
0: concoction oddly enough we should do you be. know how many free <laughs> do you know how many free plugs I give on this damn show you really do dude I think I think but you're a nice person you want to help people out you don't want to
1: be like I'm not gonna do this if you're not helping you just help people dude well like last week here I go again I'm gonna do it again like I was talking about squatty potty that's a brand so I just gave a free plug to them I didn't really give any kind of uh, plug for like there's nothing I could have said on that one I just said apple cider vinegar I'll plug apple cider vinegar, generically. Sure, why not? It's good stuff. It's good what the hell grow. is that? Is it just normal vinegar? No, I don't think so. It's pretty good. I'm getting used to it. it smells like feet, though. That's the only Gee, thing. Why? Okay, what's the difference between, is, is it just vinegar, and you add
0: apple cider, and it's now apple cider vinegar?
1: I think it has something to do with maybe fermentation. I'm really not sure. You're I don't think this is the it. format to discuss, <laughs> you know, the compound that is... <laughs> Apple cider vinegar But Very true We can always talk about this In the later hours of the day You know what You're
0: totally right But let me Let me just lay out How we do this thing First of all We talk about Apple cider vinegar Number one Mm -hmm. That's always the first thing We talk about So if you're first, this is the first time You're listening Be prepared to be Just skip to the three minute mark
1: If you don't want to hear About the apple cider vinegar Oh
0: for real And then we go into A little bit of What are we watching We go through A um, listener email Which we got Some listener email This this week And then we uh, Go through some film or tv news the likes of which dan has a lot of today oh be prepared and the great in the great words of scar but uh first we got to kind of give you a information about how to get in contact with this awesome show
1: shout out to lion king right there brother you like that do you like that i liked it a lot i liked it yeah Yeah. that's before your time man i almost forgot to pull up the notes or the um the emails, rather. So thank you for reminding me. I would have been oh, like, no hold problem. on, pause, pause the show. We're good. We're, we're intact. And for the first time, I actually have the
0: contact information in front of me so I can read along.
1: Well, that's your fault, isn't it, Steve Hudson?
0: I like that. Be- you know what? It's my <laughs> bad. It's my- I'm going to take a screenshot. I'm going to take a screenshot. Because somebody may pull me aside during the week and say, hey, how do we get in t- uh, contact with your, your podcast? I could be like, just calm down. You just go here and go there and go betwixt the two.
1: Betwixt I love that man I love the word Betwixt <laughs> You know what I think I'm going to do Before I do this Contact information Hit me so with I'm it. just telling you now I'm going to Because I just realized Giving the contact info On the pregame Like it's getting long now Because we have so many things That are you know Involved with the So you just want to do it In the beginning I'm just going to no, no it's fine I'm still going to do it But I think I'm just going to End up condensing everything By just sending everyone To our website Done Fair enough T minus All one Alright Yes all right well then let's cue the music and hello there ladies and gentlemen my name is dan ramirez and boy do i have some contact information for you abridged no less so perhaps you'd like to get a hold of the show perhaps you want to see us on instagram facebook twitter any of that good news is all you have to do now is go to www.heroesofnoise.com That is www.heroesofnoise.com Just like it sounds No spaces Because you know That shit doesn't work With the URLs Nope Uh, While you're there Visit See our lovely faces Check out our other show The Word The Unofficial Preacher Podcast Which will be coming back Very soon And uh, what else can you do You can There's so much there But it's it's really not All there yet Because I'm still Building the damn thing But that's where I want you guys to go Right now Go ahead I'll wait Dope right See So that's where You're going to go From now on That's where I'm steering you Let's talk about a couple other things Scroll down to the bottom of the page Okay I'll wait Alright now you're there See that little button right there Where it says make a donation That is for our PayPal Okay and what that's for Just like any other podcast out there This stuff costs money We would love for you To donate to the show Should you feel that we deserve it Alright so anything that you can give Would be great It just goes right back into the show And it helps make this show Even better than it is now Very hard to believe But totally true you could all, What else can you do on there, Steve? You know what we could do? We could have them do five-star reviews. If they just go to iTunes, that's there. They could go to our Libsyn page. That's there. So much is there, guys. Please feel free to leave us a five-star review. And uh, you know what? I'm going to address you all good people here just for a second. Because this is episode 14, if I didn't mention that right now. And I would really like to see more than one review up there. So what was it? Brummer559, you're the man. But I know you're not the only person listening right now. So please... It helps us. It helps our little egos. It makes us feel better. Helps us get noted on uh, iTunes. You know, noticed better. So, please, when you stop by, just five-star review it. Let them know what you think of the show. We would really appreciate that. That's it. I feel like I'm a little off this time around, but that's okay because there's so much good shit that's coming after this. I'm going to go ahead and stop right here. Steve, I'm done. Ladies and
0: gentlemen, we have a few things to read, and they are both called emails. And uh, Big MC... I got something. I got a, I got a bit of a bone to pick with you. A bit of a bone to pick with you. Is it okay if I pick this bone, Dan? Pick away. So I'm going through our emails. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, let's go through it. Let's see what, we, you know, what we got. And I open one email and it says that there's a picture. Now, Dan, what is the, <laughs> no, hold on now, hold on.
1: I'm already with you on this one.
0: Hold on. What is the one thing I don't mess with, Dan? Oh, I didn't even think of that. What is the one thing
1: that uh, I don't mess with? You see, Steve has a little bit of a, I would call it a phobia. Steve, you know that you realize that once we put this out, it might just get worse. Dan, I'm, I'm going to be. You re- want me to say it? Go ahead. Steve has <laughs> I'm looking at the picture. Jesus Christ, dude. Steve, Steve has he does not I mean he does not like werewolves. We had a we had a deep conversation about this one night. The first time that Gail actually met Steve. And we asked, you know, we said, uh, what 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 we're getting deep, you know, what what scares you? <laughs> and the very first thing, before I could even get the word you out, he says werewolves. So this is like a real deal thing. So <laughs> I, I forgot about. I didn't even put two and two together, man. When I saw this, so and at with first the beard, it, with his beard, dude, kind of like I don't like it at all. In. Oh, it's hilarious.
0: Okay, the th- here's the thing. So I'm sitting there. I'm like Big MC. Like I'm pumped. I'm pumped to see Big MC. Right. <laughs> I am jazzed to see easy emailed us, and so I'm like, it says hello, Dan and Steve. Great show number 12. I shall compose, I shall compose some more emails after I listen to show 13, Excelsior. And I'm like, well, look at, and at this point, you see the top of a head. And I'm like, oh, we got a picture of him. Dog. (laughs) He somehow turned himself into a werewolf thing.
1: Those filters are great.
0: And if you've ever seen the meme on Twitter with someone, their hand over their heart, like, well, I'll be. I almost did that exact thing. (laughs) I was like, oh, my goodness. I was like, oh.
1: I don't know how I didn't catch this the first
0: time. Here's what I don't like. He's like, it's like some weird toothy smile it's doing. Like, we're cool, but I'm going to kill you now. (laughs) We're cool, though.
1: Gee, that is disturbing. I like that the big MC sends pictures to us, which is great. And guys, if you're listening and you write us, feel free to send us a picture. I would love to see what our listeners look like. I know you're out there, even though you don't write in that much. So major props to the UK for doing their part in, and, you know, corresponding with the show. But uh, so feel free to do that. So did you see the other one that he sent, Steve? The About the uh, online course he's taking? No, no, no. He sent another one uh, just yesterday. And it says... What? Yeah, I don't know. I I like it. Keep doing it, Big MC, and just keep doing them differently. I kind of like that there's a bit of mystery here. So the next one says, hello, gentlemen. Thought I'd send you a photo of myself. Do you like it? And then it just says, soon, the Big MC. Do you have that email up? Big MC, see, this is what you should have done first.
0: Send me a good (laughs) picture. The Big MCZ.
1: It's equally menacing. No, it's not. Because no, you can't see his eyes. I'm okay with that. First of all, he looks like he's a big dude. I'm thinking, big big MC, I think you're probably a pretty big guy. He looks like the Punisher. This looks like comic book Punisher style. It's kind of a badass picture. Kind of reminds me of like Sin City or something like that. Kind of does. A little bit. A little Sin City-esque. A little bit. But, uh, yeah, but still menacing to me. Like, See, like you would hate to see that wolf come out. Bruh. Actually, I probably would too if it was real. Bruh. But what if you got this picture and all it did say was soon? I'm perfectly Nothing fine with that. that. I think I would be a little afraid to leave the house. I'm just saying. Nah, son.
0: Nah, son. Um, So, Mixie, I, uh, you scared me. <laughs> you scared your boy.
1: So, and I forgive you. I didn't really put two and two together for some reason. I think it's hilarious that we've never, maybe have we ever talked about it before? Because, you know, Big MC had to actually catch up. He got turned on by by uh, Johnny Bucks. So maybe he Jeez, caught up. Maybe we please, mentioned dude. something before. I don't know. But but, but I never. I didn't put two and two together this week. And it's hilarious. It's even more funny now. But do you of, think you know, that he was? Was it just coincidence? I'm thinking it was just coincidence. Yeah. There's. Correct me if I'm wrong. But I, I'm pretty sure. Big MC, I forgive you if it's just coincidence.
0: If not, I must find your fear and tickle said fear.
1: <laughs> oh, I because will. I'm just gonna put this out right now. If you guys want to send. Uh, I'll give you the email one more time heroes of noise podcast at gmail.com. Perhaps Uh you want to send every single picture of a wolf that you can find werewolves, um, lotus flowers, anything with tryptophobia, please send it, address it to Steve. In fact, I'm going to get him his own pretty soon. We're going to, I think next week we may actually have our own email addresses for at heroes of Noise. And if
0: you do, I promise I will look at it. Even the werewolf one. And I will tell you all. all the ways that it's spooky
1: online on, on the podcast. You know what, man? I'm getting a little jealous here. Like, all these these emails all kind of tie with you. I think I'm a little it's, jealous right now. Yeah,
0: because they love your boy. Wait a minute. Don't say Big MC was not trying to show love.
1: He was, <laughs> That was not what he was doing. I think it was tough love. Okay, man. He's like, look, man, you got to deal with this. And how about a smiley wolf to help you? I don't like. No,
0: the smiley wolf with the wink. Oh, hell no. <laughs> hell no. Wolves don't wink, homie. That junk is some admit- spooky junk.
1: No, honestly, I'm looking at these emails, man. I'm thinking that these are all mostly for you. So you're getting love. You're getting I'm getting love some from love, me, Jay. UK. I'm getting some love. Although, I would like to, you know, just to bring it back again. Um, last week, uh, the, we did get an email that was addressed to Dan and Co. So I guess that's you know a little what? bit of love for me. <laughs> that's a little bit of love. But listen <laughs> to this. Like, I got another one for you right here from the one and only Johnny Bucks. May I read it to you? Yes. I'm glad that you addressed this, Johnny, because we asked you to. And thank you for this, because I was starting to get a little uncomfortable on the show. So uh, this is definitely going to you. It says, all right, geezer, talking about Steve, it says, please continue. Please continue to do your English accent. I agree that your podcast should be completely unrestrained. Although after the poop discussion, I guess anything goes. Regarding bass players, Jocko is indisputably the man. But from your position of learning bass, your guy has to be James Jamerson. For everyday bass playing, guys, if you're if you're an aspiring bass player, listen up. For everyday bass playing, the stuff you'll get from learning Jamerson lines is indispensable. Jocko was unique and has to be studied, too, but his music and style are more specialized. The Jamerson stuff, you can go a lot of the time, even outside of his genre. It's kind of all-purpose information. Jocko cited Jameson as his guy. Get the Standing in the Showers of Motown book, and you won't regret it. Do you have that book, Steve? I don't, but I, I, I watched watch the, the documentary. documentary. I'm going to buy it. Yeah. I'm going to buy it. Apparently, you won't regret it. It says, peace, my brother. See, it was just to you. Peace, yes. my brother. Brother Johnny Bucks.
0: Now, Johnny Bucks, um you are so right about Jamerson. The thing is, um, here's uh now mind you, it doesn't say it in the liner notes, but I was told Jamerson did do, not told, I read Jamerson did uh my favorite artist is Stevie Wonder, and he did the bass track for Sugar for from uh Sign Still Deliver. If you look up Sugar on Sign Still Delivers, and he does this. Boom, boom, Killing. So please, please check it out. I will be checking out Jamerson even more now. And I will be buying that book, Johnny Bucks. Thank you so very much.
1: Hey, real quick before we continue, I just wanted to address Mr. Bucks and the big MC. I mentioned this last week and... Honestly, we're gonna do this probably later this evening. We're sound checking. So we're trying to get everything ready so that way we can do the show via Skype, which is not how we normally do it. But we wanna be able to add listeners, you know, into the incorporate them into the show and make it more interesting. Uh Johnny Bucks, you're gonna be up first. We wanna get one down before we get two. I'm making plans for Steve right now. Are you down with that, sir? Yes, sir. All right, cool. So we're gonna we're gonna sound check this week and uh I'm just letting you know right now, Johnny, we're gonna I'm gonna reach out to you via email, even though you like Steve better. That's okay. That's all right. But um, we're going to go You know I, I'm going to be the one Doing all this work But but that's cool So you know That's alright I'm just letting you know that. But I'm what doing it all for you Johnny ever. Just doing what it all for you Is what I'm saying Ever Yeah But anyway In all seriousness I'm going to be I'm, We're going to set this up And I'm going to be Reaching out to you very soon uh, Guys our first guest On the show Will be Johnny Bucks Excluding my friend Mike Who helped He did the co-host with me So anyway. Now
0: we did We did get another email From Johnny Bucks You ready? Kick it out Johnny Bucks says Hello chaps of course oh, yeah. I listened to the pregame. Great to hear we're still on like Donkey Kong for appearing on the show. Can not wait. Also, please feel free to do your English accents. It's, in fact, I just insist they are hilarious. I've been reading Reddit Player One by Ernest Cline ahead of the movie coming out. Highly recommended if you haven't read it. Love to hear your thoughts if you have. Star Trek Discovery is blowing my mind. Anyway, inspired by your boom discussion, I've had my coffee, so I'm off to snip off a length of
1: dirty spine. <laughs> De- deuces, Johnny <laughs> Deuces. I didn't even see it, man. That's hilarious. I'm off to snip off a length of dirty spine. That's fucking hilarious, man. I've never heard that before. <laughs> God damn it! I love you, people in the UK. You got some great.
0: I've never. Have you heard that one before? Uh, no. Have you? No. 30 okay. Tell me this before him, and this is only gonna be on your side. Can you do a uh, little English accent for us? You talking to me? Yes.
1: I guess who would you be talking to? What do you yes. want me? What do you want me to do? An English accent. Come on. Of what?
0: Uh, good to no. Thank you for the email, Johnny Bucks.
1: That's it. Oh, you want me to thank him, uh-huh. an see, see, now this is forced, though, Steve. So I don't know if it's gonna <laughs> oh, that's be good. Okay. He's But I you will can. say No, I've had me coffee, oh. so I'm off to snip off a length of dirty spine. Come Deuces, on. Johnny Bucks. Come that on. Was horrible. That was fucking horrible. Hey Johnny, listen to this though. Hear this? You hear that? Hear that right there? You know what that is? It's ready, player one. I have it in my hand. I actually started reading this book last year. I had loot crate for a while and they actually sent this to me and I got about halfway through it. There's nothing wrong with it. Uh, I stopped for reasons I cannot remember. I think it probably had 100% to do with the job. Okay. But I like it. I think it's very good. I'm looking forward to the movie and I am going to reread it just so I can be up on it. So I can be that guy that's like, yeah, that didn't happen in the book. You are going to be that guy. Dude, we are those fucking guys. We have a show. <laughs> We have an entire right. other podcast where we do <laughs> you this. You are
0: totally right, G. I didn't think about yeah, that. The hypocrisy knows no bounds. That's true. So, now that we've gotten through that, Johnny Bucks, Mick Seasy, always coming through in the clutch. Don't appreciate the werewolf jazz, but we're cool. Um, <laughs> did, uh, what did I want to say to Johnny? Oh, also tell um, Mick Seasy, tell Dan, even though it's probably Snapchat, maybe, how you did that. I don't even know. Is that a Snapchat filter?
1: It's just some filter. Maybe. You know what? I bet you it's a Facebook filter.
0: Facebook filter? I'm Facebook old. Facebook has
1: filters now. Yeah. Really? What do they call it? I don't calling? really get down with it. I don't like looking at myself. I don't like taking selfies. So I never really use those things.
0: Understandable. I can get that. But Neither do
1: I. Because you know how like you flip that. You, you, uh, you turn on your camera. And then like it's looking out. And then you flip it. And you're like, holy shit. Because you see yourself. And it's, it's always at the wrong angle. So you got like nine chins. Oh, for sure. Maybe a booger in the nose. Yeah, I don't like to do that, so I don't even really I don't even fuck with selfies very okay. much. But I would guess if I had to put my money on it, I would say that it was a Facebook filter. And a great one at that. So please, if you can find anything else wolf related, please do this. Oh, it's dear hilarious. Lord.
0: That brings <laughs> us to the unfortunate part of uh the end of Werewolf Talk. And to the awesome part of what have you been watching, brother?
1: Been watching a few things this week. Mm-hmm. Um it's a very busy week for me, folks. Let me tell you what uh, my week consisted of before I go into this year. So I had to work an extra night at my second job on Monday. So that killed about four to five hours of my time right there mm-hmm. after working a full day. The following day, I went to a seminar for my work. And I was there all day long, immediately coming home. And, of course, devoting all attention to the show, which I'm sure my wife loved. And I went and did, uh, basically, I edited the uh, pregame as well as the last show. That was Tuesday and Wednesday for me because I'm a little bit of an anal freak. And then after that, I went back to work again. So it's been kind of a... It's been a little bit of a, a week for me where I haven't had a lot of chance. But not okay. to fear because I know how to get shit done. Let's and do it. so what I'll be talking about this week is a few things here. I got a few things to talk about. Okay. Number one, Steve, I don't know if you've seen the commercial for this, but... I find it to be interesting so far. I was really interesting when it was going down and unfortunate. I watched the premiere episode of the miniseries Waco on the Paramount channel. Have you heard about this? I have. I saw that. I did see that. Yeah, man. It was not bad for an opener so far. I'm into it regardless just because I find the whole thing super interesting. I also call this television show,
0: we are going to make Taylor Kitsch a star regardless of what you want. That's what I call it.
1: You know, I was looking him up. I was going to give off the cast. Let me do that first, but then we'll get back to him, okay? Yes, please. Basically, this is based on the Branch Davidian uh, Waco compound seizure that happened where all went bad and the thing ended up burning to the ground. I don't know how many people were dead. Uh, It's not a news show we're having here. This is a goddamn... We're talking about a TV show, but it's real, based on a real thing. Stars Taylor Kitsch as David Koresh. Uh, We have the talented and very scary Michael Shannon Jeez. Playing an FBI negotiator by the name of Gary Nosner. Mm-hmm. I imagine he's the real person. It also stars Andrea Riseboro as Judy Snyder. But then there's some familiar ones here. There's a bunch of people. Uh, Rory Culkin is in it. A Culkin. Oh, wow. okay. I'm looking at this guy. He plays a guy named David Thibodeau. Mm-hmm. And I want to see where he goes, right? With this here. But I was looking at him for a while. I'm like, who the hell is that? And then it just struck me he's a Culkin. You know how the Culkins, they kind of narrow out a while. They all have they a get look, that, dude. They narrow out a little bit, but he's yes. definitely a Culkin. So Rory's in it. And then who else? Uh, we got Melissa Benoist, who plays Supergirl. Oh, wow. She's yeah, she plays one of David's wives, Rachel Koresh. And anything she's in, I always like. I, I think she's great. I've liked her. When was the first time I saw her? I think it was uh, Whiplash. And she was great oh, in that Oh, yeah,
0: that's right. She was not Whiplash.
1: Yeah, it was only the, you know, the, the premiere episode. But right at the end of the episode... Who looks out the window? I imagine he's probably FBI or someone that's spying on the on the compound. John Leguizamo was there.
0: Oh snap!
1: Yeah, Robert Rodriguez. So there's, and uh, I'm trying to think if there's anyone else right offhand. It's it's a big cast, and this is going to go over. I think it's the course of six episodes. Weekly, on the Paramount Channel. I recommend watching this. I think it's good. It's well-written. It wasn't cheesy at all. Okay. Obviously, it doesn't end very well. But if you're interested in, like, I don't know, I guess that's true crime. Or I'm very fascinated with cults. Okay. Like, they just that whole mentality just makes me really just pay attention completely. Even as far as, like, say, Scientology or something like that, Steve, which I consider a humongous cult. Yes. But very interesting. It, t- it attracts my attention. So, I, I sat down. This morning I got up nice and early and I watched it and uh, I can tell you that I wholeheartedly enjoy it. I can't wait for the next episode. It's definitely not going to be a no frills, fun, zany type of time, but if you're interested in history and things that have happened, you know, in the world that are kind of fucked up and and true, that's definitely a way to go. Okay, let's get back to this whole Taylor Kitsch thing, man. Let's let's talk about that. I have the feeling you don't like him. I do like him. It's just there.
0: I have very rarely do I see someone kind of fall flat
1: and continue getting chances what did he fall flat in I'm looking at his credits right now
0: uh, what you call it from Mars <gasps> that was him John uh, yes John John Carter yeah that's him dog oh okay yeah he was also
1: in, in Wolverine uh, the origins X-Men Origins Wolverine but I don't remember him from that
0: I don't remember him from that but that's another fall the only <laughs> thing he was great at that the American Assassin he was fantastic um, True Detective. He's been in uh, Friday Night Lights. For now, that's the one. That's the one that kicked him off because that was a great show. That kind of propelled him into the stratosphere. What an amazing show that was! But it's like he ha- he gets shots, but it just never happens for him.
1: It just doesn't. And he has the look. He's good-looking guy. He looks nothing, nothing like his true self in this movie. I actually thought he was Timothy Elephant when I first looked at him there. He has like a mullet going on and a beard and glasses and he kind of resembles, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but I think he resembles Timothy Elephant.
0: He was in a few movies where, look, this can be the one that actually propels him because they weren't bad. They literally were not bad. It's just, he won't get it. It's like almost people are like, eh, eh, Savages. He was in Savages and Savages was good. Did you see Savages?
1: I did not see Savages.
0: That was a good movie, dude. But the one season he was in De- True Detectives wasn't good. John Carter wasn't good. It's like he's just been kicked in the teeth, man. American Assassin man, it's was great, eat,
1: though. I mean, good for him for for attempting it, though. I mean, you gotta. I could only imagine being in that situation of having to act and just taking roles that maybe you're not entirely sure of. Then again, maybe he was completely sold that John Carter was going to be this amazing thing. You know, it's comic based the timing was kind of right. Oh, Maybe it was that, you know? right. It could have been great. I
0: heard the source material was amazing.
1: Yeah, that's what I heard too. I have not read it personally, but I have heard that it's good.
0: But it it it, it was the it, he he fell into the Pluto Nash thing.
1: Where Damn, you Pluto it could have been
0: it could have been good. It could have been good.
1: Pluto Nash, man. That was a good pull right there.
0: Well, the thing is on paper Pluto Nash seems like a hit. On paper. But then put into actuality it's like oh well then again it could have even still been a hit if someone would have done it right you know what i'm saying but taylor kitsch if he would have done it later on in his career and done a bunch of kind of flops he still would have been okay but since it was the first i mean like right out of the gate after friday night lights he was kind of doing okay stuff you can't do that i don't think but they keep giving him shots they keep giving him shots hollywood believes in this kid or his agent him, man. is a genius
1: Maybe he's going to be a huge star one day. Maybe it's just—it only takes one to just blow you up. But he's had a few. Well, this isn't the one. Maybe it's right <laughs> around the corner. Maybe Waco will be the springboard. You know what I'm saying? Come on, dog. It's possible, dude. I'm, I'm pushing for him. You got to be him. such a pessimist. Man. I
0: thought he was. I like I said. I'm always going to pull from from uh, Saturday Night Lights. I'm always going to pull for anybody from that show because it was a great, amazing. It's one of my favorite all time shows.
1: I got to give that some love one of these days. I never watched. I it. Can't believe you haven't watched that since the show. Anyway, what else you been watching, brother? What else? Uh, let's see. Oh, by the way, though, um, I think that he does an actually he does a very good job in this. So yeah. far, so good. It's you know it's a miniseries, so you're yeah. only getting bits and pieces of it at a time. But so far, so good. I highly recommend you guys check it out. It seems very interesting, and awesome. I think you know, kind of know what's gonna happen. So it ain't uh, ain't the happiest story. Yeah, no spoiled. Yeah, no spoilers for real life. No spoilers in real life. But check it out, guys. I think you'll like it. Up next now steve let me let me backtrack just a second about seven days ago when I kind of went on a bit of a rant. Mm. yeah, I went on a rant, and I was talking about how i was I was really, really pissed off at the open house, if you'll recall, and <laughs> what made me so upset with this movie was the poor ending that it had, right? Mm-hmm. So here I am thinking that that won't happen again, not in a week's time you nah. Know? Uh, it happened again, but I'm going to be nicer this time. I'm just going to go through it. All right. So yes. the next thing up that I'm talking about that I've seen is a movie called Downsizing with Mr. Matt Damon. Have you heard of this one, sir? Of course you have. I, I have heard already. of this
0: one. And I think the, the-, the theory of it is sound. I look forward to you explaining, explaining what you liked and what you didn't like about it. Because I think the th- when I read the synopsis, I was like, huh, that's interesting.
1: Matter of fact, I think it was one of the first things that I talked about on the show was that I saw this trailer for Downsizing and it seemed really interesting. And you're right. The concept's great. Uh, it pulled me right in. The cast was great. It's got Matt Damon, Christoph Waltz, Kristen Wiig, Hong Chao is in it. Who else was there? There's someone else that I saw that I, uh, I think. oh, Jason Sudeikis is in it. So I'm thinking this is going to oh, be. Oh, come again. on. James Vanderbeek. Like you really, you're thinking this is going to be something again, that's. Again,
0: another we're going to make you like him guy.
1: Go ahead. The Vanderbeek they just pushed down your throat. Huh? Yes, man. Yeah. He doesn't really he's not in it very long. But I like uh, him. But, you know, I Chris, love Vanderbeek though. So. But Christoph Waltz, you oh, that he pops up you're pretty on. much guaranteed. I like him in this movie. Uh, I'll give you the quick synopsis of it and then I'll tell you what I thought about it, all right? Hit me so with So basically you, it's per IMDB. It says a social satire in which a man realizes he would have a better life if he were to shrink himself to five inches tall, allowing him to live in the wealth and splendor. Okay, so that's very vague. Basically, what the movie is about, without giving you any spoilers, is, you know, there's a company that was from, I believe it was the from, they were Norwegian. That's right. And they came up with this concept of being able to downsize, as they called it, and shriek the population down for the purposes of preserving the world. That's what it's about, bro. And, uh, you know, 10 years down the line, they get it right, and they end up being able to transfer this this awesome, if you will, or scary or controversial process to humans. And in turn, they end up making this place called, I believe it was called Leisure Land, if I'm not mistaken. And it, yeah, so like what it equates to basically is like you're not really using any energy. One dollar is like a thousand dollars. So you can just live this great life. And, you know, you're not really hurting the world at all. So I'm thinking this is cool. I'm into it, you know. So without giving you the whole thing, Matt Damon is married to Kristen Wiig and they decide to go on this adventure together. You know, little shenanigans gets involved and Matt ends up on his own. And this is basically his journey. It held my interest, I'll say that. And then towards the end, it started to kind of fizzle out a little bit. And I really just, I'll just tell you, I didn't really like the way that this movie went. I didn't like the direction that it ended up going. I think that it left a lot of open-ended questions that I had. And it was just another one of those movies that just stopped abruptly. Uh, I was sitting i was sitting there watching it with my wife. We looked at each other like, that's it? And yes, that was it. It's not to say that I don't recommend that you see this movie I think you should. I mean, it's, it's, if it's on, man, and you're, you're just chilling on the couch, watch it. It's not going to be that bad, but just know that it's the payoff. Just, it was, it left a lot to be desired. And I think that's pretty much what they said. Like, like user reviews and critics, you know, it didn't really pop like I think they were, were expecting it to. It was a, a very original idea, but it was just not executed properly. But that's just my opinion. You know, you might end up going into this and liking it, dude. So give it a shot. Uh it's just that I was very limited on what I got to watch this week and that was one of them and I had to at least contribute to the show, my brother. So that's that's number two right there. Um I'm gonna go ahead and give downsizing. I'll give it a C, though I give the ending a, a D minus.
0: So in other words, Dan's saying to go see it. You see what I did there, Dan? Yeah,
1: I did. Okay. Yeah. Why'd you do that? that? No, I'm just playing. <laughs> i was doing fine, Steve. Just, just yeah. Let just, me let me do my thing. Okay, go ahead. No, I'm just, okay, playing. You know, just playing, bro. You know what I'm saying? No, nah, man, come on. You know this show's all about you. I mean, no, no. I just listener. had to say, say no, I I it just... is because like our listeners write in just to you. So I, yeah, I to, to scare that... me. That's awesome. So you no, say that's awesome. You want.
0: Scare me all you want, listeners. Appreciate it, werewolf people. I don't want to guilt you into writing me, but I'm lonely. I'm lonely. That's all I'm saying. So send him maggots. He hates them and snakes.
1: Snakes and maggots coming out of holes. Okay. You know what? Touche. You're right. I do not like the snakes. Um but I'll move on. Coming sucks. up next, man, is another movie that I saw, and I just watched this one this morning too. And guess what? I didn't uh Dang. I, was huh? I, I was highly disappointed. Really? I'm cursed this week. I'm cursed, with, I'm cursed with movies with bad endings over the last Doug, seven days. And are you just grumpy? Maybe you've been no, watching I them in swear. a bad mood, G. No, if you compare it to what I was saying last week about the open house, That's I feel true. like I was harsh. That's I feel true. like I was harsh on them, to be honest with you. A little out of character for me. And right? now what you're like, say?
0: uh-uh. You're done
1: with these endings. You're done. I just want to have a movie that just <laughs> takes me all the way through. <laughs> and I'm like, damn, that was pretty good. That was okay. entertaining at the okay. very... Okay, so the next, the next movie that I'm going to talk about, like I uh-huh. wasn't even expecting this movie to be a blockbuster or oh. one that changes my life, but I did find it entertaining as hell up until the very end. And the movie that I'm talking about is something that you can find on Amazon prime and it's called Mom and Dad and it stars Nicolas Cage and Selma Blair. Have you heard anything about this one, dude?
0: are uh, you sent me the trailer and I was I was pun- Nicolas Cage
1: acting crazy is a you can't lose. You can't. This is Nicolas Cage doing Nicolas Cage at his finest. I'll I love say it. that.
0: I love it.
1: Kind of falls under a horror thriller genre. Uh, storyline is a teenage girl and her little brother must survive a wild 24 hours during which a mass hysteria of unknown origins causes parents to turn violently on their own kids. So I'm going to just go ahead and spring off of that storyline that I just read to you right now. okay? Okay. First of all, the 24 hours thing never really gets brought up in the movie. It's, it, it, it again, leaves it very open ended. But what I like in this movie, too, it's the guys think of it this way. It's like a virus movie or a zombie movie. You know, it's like the parents are going crazy. They're running rapidly after their kids and killing them violently in some of the most creative ways I could tell you, too. It was, it, I'm not saying that you should just watch a movie because, you know, it has a bunch of people killing their kids, but it's pretty goddamn funny and creative at that. And I think that this is definitely something that's worth watching with the caveat. That you may be a little disappointed in the end. And I don't know, man. Maybe I'm just being hard on them now or something like that. But compared to the amazing movies that we have been watching over the last month or so, you know, Shape of Water, you, you can mean, pretty much take yeah. it out. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's um, yeah. that now, now. Now, don't get me wrong, dude. I know it's not the same thing, but I've just been watching all of these amazing movies. And then we, and then maybe that's what it is. And then I went to downsizing and to you know the open house and mom and dad. So maybe I need to lower my standards a little bit. Molly's game, come on, you know what I'm saying? That's I mean that's
0: true. And you know what? This idea has been done by cooties, because cooties was oh cooties was great. Yeah, and the kids were crazy. So they kind of did it and just reversed it. But that movie had a great ending. See, but they the 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 theme though the idea has been. Even though they could say, well, no, this time it's the parents. I think it would have been really dope if it was Cooties 2 and this is
1: the theme. It could have been. That would have been, been interesting, G. Definitely could have been a sequel on that. But oh, Cooties, now that's a damn movie. Yes. It compared was to Cooties, this one does not hold up, but it's still worth watching. I th- that, yeah, that's, that's a better. You,
0: com- so you're saying even compared to Cooties, I'm not because I like I, I really dug Cooties. But then I like Elijah Wood. So yeah, it's kind of cheating. Yeah. And so so you're saying this is nowhere in the same compared to Cooties. It's just not a good movie.
1: No, honestly, I think it would be a great companion to Cooties. It's okay. just the ending. That's the only thing. It's the ending. I don't want to give it away. I, you know, I was I, so totally get that. I was so mad at the open house that I straight up spoiled that movie completely. Well, yeah. And I don't want you guys to think that you shouldn't watch this here. If you're into an entertaining movie and it's like that type of a genre, that's something that you could appreciate, watch it. I'm just saying that you may be a little disappointed in the ending, and I, but I'm going to go ahead and give this one. I'm going to give this a high C. Okay. A high C because it That's was very entertaining. And like you said, it's Nicolas Cage doing the best Nicolas Cage.
0: That's Phil. you're saying. Oh, hi.
1: See this. Is that what you're saying, Dan? I'm saying, go ahead. and. Oh, <laughs> I almost bought into that shit. And realized what you're doing. There, man. Puncast. Welcome to puncast. Everybody. <laughs> Gee,
0: your, ugh was so genuine. <laughs>
1: I know. Like, I was really Whoa. about to like go deep right there. You know, Steve, that's not what I would say. And I realized that you're just doing a stupid... <laughs> yeah. My man. You should,
0: you should, definitely, you should definitely put a... <laughs> that, ugh.
1: You caught me slipping. You, I, you me have slipping.
0: never ucked at me like that before in your life, G. That was a true one.
1: That was a real... Yes. Ugh, indeed. indeed.
0: <laughs> but I would... You know, I'm going to peep it. I want to... Because... I think I'm going to like it more than you only because Nicholas K here's my issue though. I'm worried now when you said they don't come back around to that 24 hours in my brain, it shows it wearing off and them surviving the 24 hours that in my head is what happens.
1: I would like to talk about the ending with you once you finally see it, because oh, maybe no. that's where it was going. No, no, no. I'm, I'm really like, cause I literally just like stopped watching okay. this movie. Okay. When we started recording. Okay. And, um, so, you know, I'm still processing it, but maybe maybe it did kind of show like a little bit of resolution. There was one part where someone had, and I'm borrowing an alcoholic anonymous term, uh, someone had a bit of a moment of clarity. So oh. maybe that was a little bit of a hint that, you know, like things are going to start turning. And it left it to where if they did, well, I don't want to tell you, but, it, but basically, yes, if they, if they ended up making like a sequel to it, they should spring off right there. And then maybe I'll like the movie a little bit better. I can tell you, dude, I was I highly enjoyed it. There was a couple times I'm like, oh shit, when, you know, like certain killings. Um, even Gail liked it. She and but we both, again, looked at each other like, oh, damn it, when it ended. That was the only thing. Okay. Other than that, I think it's great. I love the way it's filmed. The kids are pretty funny in it. Their kids are kind of assholes, actually, but they're still funny. You know, the the kids, you got the, the little brother, and then you got like the teenage daughter. And the teenage daughter. Is pretty much the cliche teenage daughter of every movie, oh, the one that stares okay. at the phone and rude yeah, to their parents, yeah. that kind of thing. Okay, which I find it to be a little bit old, but mm-hmm. hey, that's kind of how a lot of teenagers are. Not mine. I'm happy to say, of course at not. At least that. Uh, but hey, you know, it's a biased answer. But would yeah. you say that yours? Would you say your son's that way? My son is very. I think he's
0: he's not the attitude. Per- no, he's not. Yeah, my attitude. kids don't have
1: attitude. No, so they don't have attitude. Mm-mm. Okay.
0: See, welcome to doing it right with Stephen Dan. There we and, go. Uh,
1: and do this not see an episode sit, about parenting. But are you telling people to see this? I am going to tell you to see it. But I'm going to tell you to see it with just a hint of caution. That's all I'm saying. You you may end up disagreeing with me completely. I'm telling you personally, I felt the ending was a little bit weak. Fair. But that's not to say that the rest of the movie wasn't highly entertaining. Totally so fair. Take that as you will. I would actually sit and watch this one again and and I might just do that to see if there's something that I missed regarding that 24 hours or maybe I can find like, oh, OK, I see what they did there. It's very possible that I can do that. Totally fair. Cool. Yeah. And then other than that, man, there's no more viewing. Mm-hmm. But last night I actually got out with uh, with my lovely bride. And this might sound extremely nerdy, but we went out on a date. Right. Right. And the date consisted of a little bit of dinner, a couple other stops here and there, which you you don't need to know all that. Mm -hmm. But we did we did get into the... We actually went to the comic shop, man. My lady loves to go to the comic shop. How how fucking wonderful is that? Come on. Yeah, man. I I love her. She's great. And, you know, she allows me to be the geek that I want to be. While I was there, she didn't pick anything up, but I did. I picked up a few things last night. The one that I started reading first, though, we're getting back to somebody that we've talked about before, another great writer. And uh, you may recall us talking about God Country a million years ago. I loved that. I know you did, too. I think you turned that on to uh, Big Mike Bruno, right? Oh, he loved it. Loved yeah. it. So, yeah. So, guys, seriously, the person I'm talking about is Donnie Cates. He's a fantastic author. He's got several other ones. I just got one called Redneck that's out. And I bought that one, too, last night digitally because they didn't have it. And I wanted to, you know, get down with it. But the one that I'm talking about right now is called The Ghost Fleet. And, dude, I I texted you last night after reading about 30 pages of it. Let me tell you what this one's about. Says, uh, when you need to transport the world's most valuable, dangerous, or secretive cargo, you don't call just any trucking service. You call the Ghost Fleet. But when one of the world's most elite combat-trained truckers takes a forbidden peek at his payload, he uncovers a vast conspiracy that threatens not just him, but possibly the entire planet. It's badass, supernatural... On the open road in this new thriller from Donny Cates and Daniel Warren Johnson, who uh, is responsible for Space Mullet. Great name, by the way. I think totally. I'm going to steal that for a band. Totally. Space good. Mullet. Oh, come on. One night only,
0: Space Mullet. That is really dope.
1: I got into it, and the only reason that I put it down, man, is because it was getting late. But it's so well written. It's not anything that I can tell so far like God Country, but it's Donny Cates' writing style that just makes these... I, I think I'm a huge fan. I'm starting to put Donny Cates, even though it's different types of genre and writing... He's fast becoming my one of my favorites. Um, I will put him up there. I'm gonna go ahead and say it. I will put for me personally speaking, I will put him up there with the likes of Garth Ennis. Wow, that's saying something, right? What you say? Wow, I, wow, yeah, man. And I'm gonna stand by that statement too. Donnie Cates is the shit. I'm going to WonderCon this year, and I'm so hoping that he's there. I have no idea if he's going to be. I actually went to the WonderCon website and looked real quick. I didn't see him on there, so it's probably a shot in the dark. But if he shows up, I'm fanboying, man, because this dude, is he's awesome. And he's definitely up there with my top writers right now. Nice. So, whereas the other one, you weren't really sure what I was saying. Like, are you recommending it? I am fully recommending that you guys go to your local comic shop, uh, wherever you get your your digital comics, and just go look under Donny Cates, and then just buy all that shit. Because I'm telling you right now, even though I haven't finished this one yet, it's already greater than some of the other things that I've read in a while. Okay. That's Ghost Fleet. Check Dope. that shit out. Go! I also, I also, now I haven't started reading this yet, man, but I did uh, pick up Black Lightning Year One. Oh, nice. I had to, man. I had to check it out and see. Nice. And then uh, what else did I get? Oh, yeah, that's right. And then I also bought um, Redneck. So I've got some reading to do this week. I can't wait to hear what the culmination of this reading is. It's going to be good. Man, and you know what's going to happen is I'm just going to flip these over to you as soon as I'm done. So you know you got gifts coming at you this week. What? Okay, maybe not gifts. I'm going to loan you some books. Okay, there we go. I still got a couple of yours, too, by the way. I still have to get through lock and key. Take your time. Oh, which reminds me, which we're going to get to that with news. I just added a little bit of news to the news that hasn't been said yet. I may actually switch a couple of things out because I got good things to talk about that I completely forgot. Oh, I can't wait. Neither can the listener. To hear that anticipation, the tongue is wagging. Yes, I've got things to say <laughs> this week, folks.
0: You can't say the tongue um, is wagging after Mix C sends me a
1: werewolf picture. The tongue is wagging, waiting for your death, Steve. No. <laughs> your impending <a> death. <laughs> Jeez Louise, dude. God. Other than that, bro, that's really all I've, I've done this week. It's a bit of a lackluster gathering of materials for me compared to what I normally do. But, you know, we had a show to do and I had to produce. So that's what I'm into. How about you, Steve? I guess the only thing I really am going to talk about today
0: is The Monster Project. The Monster Project is directed by Victor Mathieu. I don't know how to pronounce that. It's M-A-T-T-H or M-A-T-H-I-E-U.
1: Is it Matthew? Could be. Could be. <laughs> could only, be right? I, only saying could be, could be because you broke up and I just heard you go, is it Matthew?
0: Yeah, is it Matthew? M A T H I E U. I'm not sure. No, it probably is friends or
1: something. I don't know. But yes, um, I would say Matthew.
0: So it's about what happens is the screen I mean, they're up and coming filmmakers. They they have this uh web series and finally they said, Why don't we they you know they have a horror web series where they you know you know how they look for supernatural things on these shows? They said, hey, why don't we try to find real, actual monsters? And so they put out a Craigslist ad saying, if you're a real monster, if you're a werewolf, if you're a vampire, if you're a zombie, or whatever you are, come so that we can interview you, thinking it's all a joke. And I will leave it there.
1: You just tickled an ass with a feather, and there's no payoff there. Something. Give me something, Hudson. Jeez Louise. Louise. Jeez louise dan lord is it a found footage is it is it like a found footage it is found footage it's found footage where does it take place
0: um oh it's in the okay here we go they it takes they go into a, a deserted area maybe like a desert and it takes place in a in like a house
1: in the middle of nowhere is it a movie yes okay is it one of those movies where everything's sort of shot in one setting Totally, and it's from different people. They all have, like, GoPro. Okay, all So right. it's
0: from different people's point of view. Like, if something's chasing them and it goes around the corner, the person they're chasing looks back, the person that's chasing looks back, and now you're following it from their point of view.
1: I'm not going to spoil it. Okay, but can I at least ask you this question? Please. Is there a werewolf? Bruh? <laughs> yes, that means yes. Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. I'm in. This Werewolf, after record.
0: this situation, this is one of those <laughs> moments where I didn't, it wasn't a jumping situation. When it went down, when it went, like when it started happening, I was just like, nigga, in my seat. <laughs> Everything else was fine. And then when this happens, <laughs> I was like, yo. Uh. So if you want, if you look, look, it's not the best movie in the world but what they do well they do well the transformation is fantastic not i'm not not american War of london fantastic
1: but it they make it so that you're like oh i believe this i believe it so check it out just by the way you're describing it i would assume that's a little bit of a lower budget movie would that be correct I thought so until you see the special effects. And then you're so like, So they get oh, down. They get yes, down on the special effects. Yes. Okay, cool, man. I'm in. I'm in. You'll like you you're gonna like it. I have made it a point to just because of the week that I had, I'm gonna try to get to the gym today. I did not go yesterday. Oh, okay. So I probably should go today. But if I don't actually I'm still going to. I'm gonna come home and I'm gonna watch this freaking. Where can I find this? Where can where can these good folks, these good listeners that come and listen to us every week, where can where can we find this?
0: Amazon Prime.
1: Amazon Prime Is there a fee for this Is this free Nope with your free membership?
0: If you have Amazon Prime It is free And it is It's a movie that If you say Oh let's get popcorn Get the honey next to you If you got that girl That you're like Hey how do I get around To being able to put My arm around her though How do I get some Of that shoulder action No This is the <laughs> movie To do it
1: <laughs> This is Hey the man mo- <laughs> This was like edut- mental right here Like <laughs> you, you, you know what I'm saying <laughs> Because not only did you tell me to check out this entertaining movie, but you also told me how I can kind of trick my lover. Yes. into getting close to me like that. Yeah,
0: she'll be like, <gasps> and she'll snuggle up against you, be like, just calm down, just calm oh. down. You know? What I'm well, you heard it
1: from the master, right there, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I think that this is the con- this is the podcast that is just it's a gift that keeps on giving today. Yes, and it's all courtesy of, of one the one and only Steve Hudson. So yeah, like if edu- you c- edutainment at its no
0: finance. question. Just cue the music, and you'll be like. Hey, I was thinking about hey, what what should be you watching? you'll be like, you know, I was thinking about watching a scary movie. She's gonna be like, I don't really like scary movies. You'd be like,
1: hey, 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 hey,
0: hey, oh, hey, hey. I'm right next to you. If you get scared, just slide on over. Game over, man.
1: Thank you for that. I don't. I feel like I've gained something today. Cole. I don't <laughs> oh know about God. you. Anyway,
0: um, what else <laughs> you've been reading? Is that? Oh, it's my turn. Um. That's it. Like, everything else is not worth... Like, I got into Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I'm not ready to talk about it yet. Too soon? Yeah, because I don't know if it's good yet.
1: I don't know. I just keep watching it. From what I've heard of the agent, Okay, I watched probably the first five episodes, maybe even four of season one when it first dropped super corny yes dude i could not get past it but from what everything that i've been hearing it gets incredible i've heard this from it's several inching
0: people. better it's inching into good because the thing is here's the benefit marvel has a the big thing is you know stan lee just shows up out of nowhere and then also when you can pull people from thor from all the movies and then have sam jackson show up sometimes that is a benefit because
1: he makes it real. Does he show up in this? He sure does. Really? I did not know that. Because you got Agent Coulson, right? Yep. I hear Ruth Negga is in this as well. Oh, my lord. You preacher lord fans? Have Maybe mercy. you knew this. I didn't until recently. You ain't even got to be a preacher fan. Goodness gracious. So, she, wh- what is her character?
0: Bruh, I don't know.
1: Is she a superhero? Does she have superpowers?
0: Oh, I can't. Just, I, I, she is a bad character, but she has good
1: parts she's so we got ruth nega as a villain in a superhero show
0: and she and she doesn't even seem villainous yeah she doesn't seem very villainous she just she's on the wrong side for sure you know for sure she's on the wrong side but all the characters you fall in love with
1: she was able to win us over as a different completely 180 version of tulip from preacher if she can do that Oh, she's great, and I'm sure she can do a whole lot more. So but yeah, I'm gonna have to check her out, man. When I, I go, didn't know she was in it.
0: Oh yeah, when I go deeper, we
1: will bring it back up. We will bring it back up for sure. Nice, that's cool. I, yeah, you. Were, I just heard about that though, that she was in it. So oh, fantastic. that's worth watching. That's that's one reason for me to watch. There we go. Now, Dan, I know you're a busy man, right? Can we agree on that? Yeah, totally. That's why I'm wondering why you got like one thing to talk about. That's, that's all I'm saying. And <laughs> <laughs> boy, I tell you.
0: How many of us have them? But uh oh, um, ones
1: we can depend on.
0: <laughs> what I know that you do have time to read things. What kind of things have you read as far as news goes, Dan? What do you have over there on your table regarding television, entertainment, and or movie news?
1: I'm glad you asked, Steve. I've got a few cherries to drop into the bowl. A few I gems, if you will, I to wrap wait. around your wrist. I can't uh, let's wait. see. Where can we start? I won't do it like this in this voice. I don't know where it came from, but I'll go ahead and stop. Would doing you say it now. that you have a few
0: clips of spine that you have to? Re- uh,
1: <laughs> I think that I watched a few clips of spine. <laughs> I love that man. I gotta. That's you know how like they say if you if you if you learn a new word, oh, use dude. it. Oh, I'm dude. so using that. Yeah. Oh, dude, clips of spine. I love it, man. That is Johnny, so just keep hitting us up with these. Teach us what you guys like. I need to know like what the shit that we say, how different it is. Yes. In the UK. Yes. Dropping the dues, clips of spine. That's fantastic. I think I'm going, you know what? That's, that's, that's another name for a band right there. Oh, just wow. That it. is a just, good yeah. name. Yeah. Just
0: like, I'm Heroes very good at noise. That,
1: yeah. I'm better at names than I am actual music. So, oh, stop but if it. you need a name, if you need a name, guys, I'm your, I'm your guy. I'm going to hook you up. No, that's real. All right. Enough of this uh, bullstein that I'm talking about here. What do I have for news for you guys? Let's see. Hmm. Oh, here's a good one. So normally, Steve, I got like mostly movie and television news. Uh, I've got what? some music news. I got a little music news this week. So I actually got like three music stories. Oh, you, you snap. Will. little, you know,
0: nothing. Just and just I don't. Bits. That's crazy.
1: Go on. Well, I think that this is going to be up your alley, man. So I'll go ahead and start off with I know is is exactly up your alley. Mm-hmm. And that is, I'm, I'm hoping that you're going to like this news Per Variety, okay, pervariety.com, there's going to be, quote, mind-blowing new Prince music coming soon. I am so excited. They've opened up the vault, man. They've gotten into the vault. From what I understand, and you know, you probably would be a better person to really wax about Prince, but as we both know, and as I'm sure a lot of people know out there, there was this whole untouched vault of years and Mm -hmm. years and years of music that he's had that's never been released. Stuff that's probably... You know, I'm wondering if there's stuff that's, like, more dope than his most popular music. Oh, for sure. For sure. Just outtakes or just jam sessions or something like that. But uh, estate advisor Troy Carter tells Variety, although he declined to specify any further details about the recording, previously unreleased Prince music is coming soon. I'm so excited about this, man, because I was so sad when Prince died. I mean, it was something that just shouldn't have happened. Unfortunately, the drugs got him at least that one time it was just an accidental overdose type of thing but this man i'm not even sure he had done all of his greatest work yet would you agree i, I don't think
0: so because i really don't i mean you remember they uh, have you heard of his recent one that they released called stare no when was that when did that come out it came out my son hit me to it he's like oh check out this new spotify song called stare that came out
1: your son caught you slipping g g damn uh oh
0: it's g. happening And I listened to Stare and I was like, man, if this ain't Prince. If this ain't freaking Prince, G. Dang.
1: He is so missed, bruh. Hey, I just learned something, man. Uh, It says the contents of Prince's vast vault of unreleased music were moved to a climate-controlled Los Angeles storage facility from the Paisley Park compound.
0: Yes, it was.
1: They did that last year because they were finding that some of the tapes were becoming deteriorated. Yes. So they're probably up there in the labs just like remastering and trying to save what they could. Oh, hopefully none of the good stuff got deteriorated. Well,
0: but see, all of his friends, close friends said he would never want those released. He said, because most of the things that are in the vault are like something that he started and maybe didn't put the finishing touches on and didn't really want release. And so he put them in the vault. He's like, if he wanted them released, he would take them out, mess around with them and release them. He's like, there's a reason you don't ever want some things released. Some things aren't ready. Some things aren't there. So why even taint the song? Well, like, like, this is not how Prince wanted you to hear it.
1: Well, I mean, he was Prince and he had high standards. and you Exactly. Know it's not like, you know what, Prince, you don't know what you're talking about.
0: He <laughs> knew. Know I mean? He's like, they will like it if I do this. And he was right.
1: He was absolutely right. There will never, ever be another But I can't wait for this new music, though, too. Yeah. I thought of you as soon as I saw that, man. I was going to call you. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and save this for the news. Oh, it's going to be so good. Did I make you happy today? You did. Thank you. All right, man. I'll do what I can for you. I'm hoping that this next one is going to be exciting for you. I mean, the talent is clearly there. But I'm curious to see if the casting and the choices made were, like, you know, something that you would agree with here. What I'm talking about, again, coming from Variety, Jennifer Hudson. Steve is set to play Aretha Franklin in an upcoming biopic. Thoughts? Um, I mean, look, that's the person that could do
0: it. I mean, it's going to be impossible to get a satisfactory artist to do Aretha. But if you're going to get somebody, I guess Jennifer Hudson's the closest she got.
1: That's it. I mean, she can belt. She can belt it. We she know can that. belt it. She can do but, it. I don't know. She's a. Uh, wasn't she in Dreamgirls? Oh, she killed it in Dreamgirls. Yeah, she killed it, right? So her acting chops are okay. I, this could be a good thing. It says, MGM has acquired the rights to develop an Aretha Franklin biopic and signed Jennifer Hudson to portray Franklin in the Entitled Project. Scott Bernstein, who did Straight Outta Compton, and music producer Harvey Mason are attached as producers. Um, Mason was a producer on the Sing and Pitch Perfect 2 soundtracks. I'm not going to hold that against him, but the casting of Hudson (laughs) won an Oscar. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. No, for real. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, I could just go on and just read the article, but I'm not a plagiarist, man, and I'm not going to, you know... I'm borrowing from Variety. Variety, thank you very much for allowing me to give you this this wonderful news article. Um, I can tell you this. I'm excited to see it. When I was in New York on this trip, like one of my only trips I've ever taken back in 2009 we were just mere days away. We walked by uh, Radio City Music Hall and Aretha was playing there like the day after we left. If we were there, I would have so paid. I would have so paid to see her because that's just legend right there, man. I, You know how I am. I, I like to collect the concerts. Yes. And the, the performances. So that would have been right up there with seeing Nina Simone, which I was lucky enough to see. Uh, Stevie Wonder. I'm a little bummed I, I didn't get a chance to see it. I hope, you know, maybe one of these days I'll get that chance. But the only problem is, Steve, as we both know... Age does not really take to the voice kindly.
0: I mean, this, but Aretha though.
1: It's Aretha. I mean, I think I would just see Aretha for the fact of seeing Aretha and saying that I was able to see her again, collecting the concert experience. But I would have rather seen her in 2009, say, than next year. Oh, totally, dude. Totally. Yeah. But much respect. She's She's the queen, man.
0: I can't wait for this to actually. I mean, look, this could either go the way of Jamie Fox and Ray. Or it can just be like a eh, she did a good impersonation. Maybe that
1: happens. Well, I hope we get more of a Ray experience. Dude, Ray was
0: he she transformed, bruh. He transformed.
1: He was it was also a quiz question that you asked me once.
0: I was. It was, G. <laughs> Almost got it too.
1: Let's give let's give Aretha some of her credits though here. It says Franklin has won 17, count them, 17 Grammy Awards. That's crazy. Starting with respect in 1968 and Chain of Fools in 1969. That's crazy. She was given the Presidential Medal of Freedom from President Obama, who said of Franklin, nobody embodies more fully. The connection between the African American spiritual, the blues, R and B, rock and roll, the way that hardship and sorrow were transformed into something full of beauty and vitality and hope.
0: I hope that's that I gave crazy. that quote.
1: I hope I gave that quote enough, you know, meaning to it because you know it's really hard to emulate when Obama speaks. But anyway, sorry about that. Just I got a little got a little misty thinking no. about Obama there for a second, ladies we, and gentlemen. Know, sorry about I that. Know. But yeah, that's it, man. I'm um, actually excited to see this. I, I'm going to check it out. Will you? I'm sure you will. Of course, dude. We were talking about how she won those 17 Grammys. I'm going to go ahead and segue this because, you know, why not? Uh, Provided, you know, when you guys hear this, the Grammys are already going to be over with. But why not? I'm asking. Are you watching? I'm not watching. I wonder why. You're not going to watch it, huh? No. Okay. Oh, now that no right there means that there are some like. I don't know if it's political. There are some strong feelings about this and I'd like to know what they are. I think you can't
0: judge. I think it's it's hard to, like nowadays these kids, like the people that they have up there, I don't know who they are. I don't know what the music is. I don't know anything about these folks. Now, oddly enough, the person that has the most nomination is Jay-Z, I believe. And it's from a grown-up album.
1: Yeah, he's nominated several
0: times. But the rest of them, I don't know who they are.
1: I think, that I don't believe you. And do you want to know why? Hit me You know what? Let me know. Let me know. All right. I'm gonna. So, uh, there's this little band by the name of the Foo Fighters that has already won their Grammy, but they took home Best Rock Song for a Run. That was off their last album, Concrete and Gold. Uh, one of my favorite metal bands, uh, Mastodon, was awarded for Sultan's Curse, which is uh, fucking brilliant if you like that kind of thing. If not, maybe not so much for you. But no, you. there's definitely things here. I will tell you that I'm not... Someone that just waits and calls my friends up and says, hey, we're going to watch the Grammys tonight. We're going to have a Grammy party or anything like that. I think you do. No. No, I really don't, Steve. I really don't. (laughs) I don't don't appreciate your false claims. I think you do.
0: Come on, guys. I'm joking. That's not how Dan sounds.
1: They're listening to these golden tones right now, baby. They know that.
0: Yes, they do. They do.
1: But uh, anyways, you know... The Grammys are fine, but again, it's not something that I generally will sit and watch. And I, and more importantly, I will not watch it all the way through because there's so many bands on there or musical artists that I don't even really enjoy. Uh, maybe that's because I've kind of closed myself off and I don't know a lot of the newer acts that are coming out. But quite honestly, a lot of times I can't relate. Not a big fan of country, so I usually will zone out through that. But I will kind of go back and forth and check it out. So, yes, Steve, I will watch the Grammys this evening to, in some capacity, just not all the way through.
0: I think you're going to watch it on Twitter.
1: It's very, you know what? I think you're right. I think <laughs> I will end up end watching doing. it on Twitter. Yes. You know, what? that's an easier way to do it. And then I could just jump on over. But, you know, if something happens, I don't know who the artists are that are playing. But if the foos are on, of course, I'll definitely check that out. Look at you, you like the you know on them. The like you know them. Hey, the foos, man. You know, that's what they told, the me to playing, that's what told me to call. If the foos are playing. That's what Dave told me to call
0: Oh, Dave I was like, now.
1: Because I was like, I was talking to my man Dave the other day. I said, uh-huh. Dave, you know, I really enjoy what the Foo Fighters are doing. He's like, Dan. Dan, how long have we known each other? I'm like, well, let me think about that for a second. It's like, don't even worry about it because it's been so long. I love oh, you, man. snap. And, and please, please just call us the foos. I want you to do that. And I said, Dave, I'm going to do that for you, man, because as close as we are, I just want to honor your wishes.
0: You know what? I and didn't know that story. I didn't know that story. I,
1: You know, I like to keep things close to the hip sometimes, man. I just like to get them out there when they're applicable. So now that you know that we are good buddies like that, just know that I'm working on getting them on the show for 2018. Perfect. Sounds great. So yeah, that's kind of like my Grammy news, basically, okay. or my my music news rather. That's oh. really it. The only other thing is just one more because I find it uh, pretty damn funny. This is like beating a horse to death. Okay, so over the last few shows, we have mentioned Tommy Wiseau, and if you're he on Twitter, is. that's where he that's where he's living. Tommy Wiseau is definitely writing. Like I think at some point, people are just going to get sick of seeing Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, okay, we get it. You made oh, it's coming! It's coming! It's coming! I think it's already. Com- I think it's already come. Actually, like, you know, I-, I love the disaster artist, but I'm already done with the room. Um, Tommy Wiseau claims, ladies and gentlemen, that there is a 3D version of the room coming soon. Personally, I couldn't get through five minutes of the 2D version, but per Tommy, it's coming very, very soon. Now you haven't seen this movie, right? I, I heard you're supposed to watch it with a crowd, G. I can't find a crowd To watch it with Well they You know they did Like a one night only thing Recently Where they played The Room over at Edwards and Fresno And various theaters Throughout the country And had I Known about it And planned about it You know I, I Maybe Maybe I would have gone in a group setting, like you're saying, just to see. Because I, I liken it to, like, say, the Rocky Horror Picture Show. People are going to be saying the lines as they're happening. I can see a whole crowd of people going, you're tearing me apart. Or, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> I, I forgot about that. You know, and he was actually showing up at some of these things. and Not here in town or anything. But Tommy is really, really putting so much money into this movie. And I'm just wondering, like, does he still have the money? We kind of talked about that a little bit. We don't. No one knows where this money's coming from. But if you go by what the story, uh, particularly the movie talked about, he put up to like five point. What was it? It was like five plus million into this movie. So now. Wiseau, it says, uh, this is actually coming off a screen rant. It says, Wizo revealed his possible new plans for The Room when he responded to a Twitter follower on Friday who asked him if he'd release the film in superior 4K quality. Wiseau says that not only will The Room be released in 4K, it also has 5.1 surround sound and will be available in a 3D format. Y- you know what? you got to give him points for effort, if anything. <laughs> Dude, he is doubling man. down. He's doubling down. He's doubling down, down G. Like, the first time around, you know he didn't get this chance. And mm-hmm. because of this movie, he's able to get this to a whole other demographic oh, yeah. of people that probably didn't even know, myself included, that didn't even know this movie existed. And he's making a killing on this movie. He's making way yeah. more than it took to make. Right. And good for him. I mean, if, if you put that much money in, more power. he would like to get a return. And I'm sure yeah. that he's gotten a pretty sizable return. Who knows oh, how much? Especially
0: off this new movie. Yeah, he's making a mon- he's making a bundle. Yeah.
1: And he's probably having a great time. You know, for a while, he was just sort of back into obscurity with his his various projects that he does you know with um, with Greg Sesteros, but never to this capacity. So I'm sure he's having the time of his life. personally speaking, I think it's a huge waste of money to make it a 3d edition 4k. Oh, totally dude. There was nothing there that required it to be there in the first place. Not you were gonna get a, you're gonna get a 3d version of a green screen, you know what I mean? Exactly. It's kind of but whatever uh, you know what? more power to tell me why so because if you got it, use it, right? So if you're interested in this kind of thing, Stay tuned, folks, because apparently it's coming. 3D, 4K, 5.1 surround sound of the room coming at you at a, you know, non-specified date. Other than that, Steve. Yeah. Other than that, man, that's pretty much all I got. Except for one more thing. I'm sorry. I just remembered. Did you like Cloverfield? Did you like the Cloverfield movies? I did. I really did, actually. Which one did you like better? Um, The... 12 Cloverfield. Was it 10
0: Cloverfield Lane? I thought it was 13 Cloverfield Lane.
1: It, the, the one with the clover, I yes. know the movie, okay, yes. but I just can't remember the number right now. Did I like the second one. one. I, I like the second one much better. I did too. Actually, I thought that was a really kind of suspenseful movie, and I liked it a lot. Uh Well, they're they're back, and I don't know how many of these are going to make, but this time it's going to be on Netflix. Do you know why? According to Deadline, Steve, there is a possibility that Netflix will drop the previous title, "God Particle." You know how they always come up with like a different name, and then they end up clover fielding it, like right at the very. <laughs> At the very end. Yeah, so this one was under the working title of The God Particle. There's a trailer that was supposed to hit during the Super Bowl. It still might be that way. But apparently, this would also confirm that Netflix has actually bought streaming rights to the film. The Super Bowl has become prime marketing ground for movie trailers in the past few years. And there are several rumored trailers coming on February 4th. The Cloverfield sequel is a very particular case. At the recent reports points to Netflix picking up the film instead of a theatrical release. And what that means to me, Steve, is that it's going to be coming a lot sooner than later because they can just drop those things whenever they want to. Now,
0: Well, you know, it's funny because I have a little something on that. Do you now? Well, it says the Hollywood Reporter says um, that the Paramount CEO said um, he sat down and looked what was that, looked at what is theatrical, what is not in this day and age. And certain movies did not make the cut. As in, Paramount was like, we're not releasing it.
1: They just, they basically just abandoned it.
0: They abandoned it. And so they said the sources claimed the movie needed some work. And while J.J. Abrams expressed an intent to get down to business and post-production, it was
1: too little, too late. So Netflix is swooping in. They may be onto something though, man, because they can, just like the, what was the other one? Um, Before I Awake. Was another one. Yeah. It was just in limbo for two years and they picked it up and they turned it around and they produced, I mean, I, don't, I shouldn't say they produced it, but they put out a really enjoyable movie. I like that movie.
0: Yeah. And for Paramount to say, hey, we see what's in the theaters and this is not matching up. That means JJ should have. And I'm imagining that J, it sounds like JJ Abrams might've been procrastinating because he has a lot on his plate. And finally they were just like, we're done. We're not going to, we're just not going to release it. And Netflix came in with the cape and said, dun, 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 dun. Guess who has enough money to do this thing? And they came in and they did it.
1: More power. Good for them.
0: More power, dude.
1: Yeah, for sure. And they're, they're responsible. I think they're going to be responsible, rather, for us getting way more entertainment that we would be getting in the theater. Because they have this ability to just pick these movies up, clean them up a little bit, and put them out there for resale. And, it's, and people are buying it, you know? People love their Netflix. I'm one of the same. I, I love my Netflix. Like, I depend on it. You know what I mean? So, oh, for sure. For sure. So good for them. Good for them. And I hear this one, just one more little fun fact. It's actually going to be set in space this time around.
0: Oh, that's going to be really cool.
1: Yeah. I'm or totally down horrible. to see
0: this here. One but or I'm still other. down.
1: Yes. Either way, I'm still down to see this one. If I could get through Mom and Dad, then Cloverfield 3, that's no problem. I'm down. It's already got an established, you know, brand that we could we could follow or at least respect. Nice. You know, the only other thing, Steve, this isn't actually a news story. But, you know, last week I was talking about how, you know, the solo trailer was going to be dropping. There was a rumor that it was going to be dropping last Wednesday, and it didn't happen. I just have a thought about this, and and I want to know what you think about this. Do you think that the black community appreciates Star Wars?
0: on mass, depending on the age.
1: Okay, that's a fair answer.
0: Because some of them have that, that nostalgic factor. Now, people that I talk to around me, now this is just my circle, they think it's, yeah, it's good. But I haven't seen uh, Fanatics,
1: no. Well, I'm actually going back to a conversation that you, myself, and someone by the name of Doug were having, like when Jedi came out, when Last Jedi came out. And you'd kind of alluded to the fact that it's not super popular in the black community. So that's that's where this story that I'm about, to, or this thought that I'm having is coming from, okay? Mm-hmm. So I think that it would be ideal to drop this trailer during Black Panther, because you know, as we talked about before, you know, we've got it's people are supercharged about it. It's going to be huge. Uh Black community is embracing the shit out of this movie and they're celebrating it. Would you not agree? Yes. Let's say that um they put this movie right in front of uh Black Panther. hmm. Per you, you're saying that it's, you know, it's it's kind of a mixed. It's a, a mixed opinion on whether yes. or not uh, more that mixed you're embracing than Star Wars. White
0: folks. Like I would yes. say it's a more mixed bag in the black
1: community. Thank you very much because my mouth was not allowing yes. me to say exactly that. Yes. So I'm thinking if you go in supercharged, ready to see some Black Panther, and then, and then Solo comes on, right? Mm-hmm. You know, Star Wars is on. So it's, And then, you know, you're, you're seeing all the Star Wars flashing across the screen. Maybe it's grabbing you. Maybe it's not. But then Donald Glover shows up as Lando, young Lando. I'm thinking that would be a perfect opportunity to bring more people to Star Wars.
0: Am I, I wrong? See that. I think they're going to bring more people anyway because Childish Gambino is so popular exactly they're gonna they're already gonna go because their ear to the their ear is to the street enough to know that he's in this movie so people are probably gonna go
1: and i almost referred to him as childish gambino but and maybe that's a better way of doing it for the purposes of this conversation
0: yeah but i yeah, mean we Donald love Luger, it i gambino. love atlanta i love atlanta
1: yeah so i'm thinking that this would be a perfect i i really feel like that's why they've been holding off i'm just mm. saying that's oh that's just we'll something see. i was thinking about. i'm very eager to see if that's true that's what I'm calling I don't think that we're Going to see a solo trailer Until Black Panther I I almost guarantee it But I could be completely That wrong. is genius If they do that Thank you very much I thought of that All by myself nice. I just couldn't get The words out real well I was trying to think But the words weren't Coming out so. Okay You know what Maybe that's a perfect Opportunity to just Sign it over to the Very well The very oh, well The very intelligent The host of this Wonderful show Mr. Steve Hudson What Co-host. have you been doing
0: Co-host That's why they call me Co Dan and Co Um <laughs> Oh damn So this one has a lot of um, a lot of quotes. However, I found it very interesting because I was thinking the same thing. And the title of this this is on Screen Rant. We know Screen Rant, but this is a good article. And the article says, "Is Hollywood's awards season elitism slowly killing the Oscars?" And I was like, "What does that even mean?" But then they make this point. the vast majority of people have not seen most of the nominated films of these Oscars. That's not quote. That's not due to some sort of public bias against artsy films other than Dunkirk and get out. None of the films nominated for best picture. have been in wild release for more than a few weeks. Some are being shown in fewer than 1000 venues nationwide and check this out until just a few days before the Oscar nominations were announced. Call Me By Your Name had only been shown in four theaters nationwide.
1: Wow. Really? I was not aware of that.
0: Neither was I, dude. And Paul Thomas Anderson's Phantom Thread was released the same weekend in limited after limited release in LA, New York, and um, New, LA and New York in December. So I'm like, okay, I'm listening. And it says, remember before uh, they explained that Gladiator, Lord of the Rings, Return of the... King won Oscars, Silence of the Lambs, Forrest Gump, t- Titanic. These are major things where people actually saw the films and get kind of root for the favorite film. Right? Right. And it says, and it says, well, they're thinking that things like those big names, they don't need Oscars. And so they said, lady, things like lady bird and call me by your name. They'll make more money. If we say, Ooh, Oscar nominated. I'm like, but that's not fair though. They say, quote, Long prestige film promotional process of festival screenings and extremely limited theatrical release means that critics and insiders have not only seen these films months in advance of everyone else, they've already engaged in long cyclical conversation and debates about them. A film can be critically held, experienced a backlash and then counter backlash before it's ever made widely available to general audiences. So the opinion is already solidified. Before we even see it, crazy! I was like, "Oh snap!"
1: That's really interesting. That's
0: freaking interesting. It's so in their community, they've had the conversations already that we haven't. They've seen these movies and they've already said it's great. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. It's amazing. It sucks. It's terrible. No, it's really good. Let's nominate for an Oscar before it even hits our eyes. Period. Game over.
1: Wow. It's just what what we get fed,
0: right? Exactly. <laughs> and it says, It's no coincidence that the Oscars, the Oscar ceremony ratings have continued to decline as the car- categories are increasingly populated by films that no one has seen.
1: You think that's going to change?
0: Um, well, I would have
1: dare to think. Now, I, I'm completely how? speaking out of my butt here. Well, I'm just thinking that that might... Is that an old way of thinking? In other words... Uh, I almost said the academy, like the the um, oh yeah the academy. Do you think that it's just comprised of a lot of older people with a... Um, oh. you know what I'm saying, like a certain mindset, and that once they start getting some new blood in there, do you think it's just going to be more of the same? Do you think because I mean it's been this way forever, so that we I would I would assume so anyway. But I, do you think that it's going to change and we're going to get some new blood that might think about this a little more realistically? They totally can. They totally can because even this article
0: said. Why don't they do something as simple as charging a nominal fee through Netflix or Amazon and saying that there's a for your consideration box where for a little bit more money a day or a month, you can watch the movies that are being considered for Oscars that are playing in the festivals. So you can be in this conversation for those interested. So you actually have an investment. And for people who don't want to pay it, they'll say, I don't want no four-year consideration. I'm not going to pay 5 But people like us, we pay a little bit more just to see what is out there.
1: I absolutely would. It would be like the equivalent of getting screeners or something like that. Boom.
0: Exactly. But right now, they like their little circle. So they can decide, is it Oscar nominated in their little circle that's seen this film? We've decided it's nominated. The fact that Call Me By Your Name was nominated after only appearing in four theaters... Is insane.
1: Yeah, I had no idea that the number was that low. <laughs> That's insane. That's a movie that I have not watched yet. Mm-hmm. And I know you I know you saw it. Yes. I don't know what it is. I just have not had any, I, any desire to see this movie. It just didn't seem interesting to me. But everyone's raving about this movie. Should they, I watch it? They have been... Okay, I'm going to
0: say a controversial... This is controversial. I okay. watched the movie having no idea what it was about... Having no idea that there was ra- ranting and raving about it. Mm-hmm. I watched it. Dog. When I was done, and then all of a sudden I hear all this talk, it's the equivalent of someone driving up in a Volvo, and then and it's a good car, and they're driving away, and people come running out of their houses to you. Be like, yo, did you see that car though? And you're like, wait, <laughs> did we see the what? What are you talking that about? Volvo? Yeah, we're like, what car are you talking about? that one man i was like yeah it's nice but no man i can't believe like it seems like we both saw two different cars hmm. it's a nice car it's nice enough but i mean we've seen nice volvos before it's a good movie but i don't know what the i don't get it it's like i am out of the loop and i think it's because they've been saying no you don't understand it's a great movie it's a great movie it's a great movie, and then when people watch it, they're kind of just like, "Yeah, it's a great movie. It's a great movie." When you, in their condition, to say it's a great movie, I don't think it even comes within the circle of Shape of Water, in the circle of it.
1: So I don't in know. In the what's podcast going on. community alone, I hear so many Dude. people that are just praising this movie like it's like as if God opened up the clouds Dude. and put His hand down into the theater yeah, not and buying like, it. put this movie on it. You know what I'm saying? Not
0: buying <laughs> it. You- I am not buying it. And I think again, it's be, it's, it's, it's just like the article said, it's like, Hey, you got to be in this cool group. You got to like this movie. And the, and I just, I, I don't understand how we're having this conversation of, um, in my opinion, I think that if you're going to give people Oscars, make sure you make it available to everyone. What are you scared of? What are you scared of? Are you scared that mass that that most people are going to be like, yeah, not buying it? And so when it wins the award, they're like, wait a minute, we've
1: seen that movie and we are not buying it. Hmm. Is that what's happening here? I think that's what exactly is happening. But I mean, it's just so weird. I couldn't believe that you said the number four. Like four. that's how many theaters. That's how many theaters.
0: And so that. When I read the, because I started, I was like, okay, let's see. I thought it was going to be one of those, oh boy, they're going to go to the weird part be like, how dare you do? I thought it was going to go a different direction because of the name of the the article. But the more the article went on, I said, yeah, that's a freaking good point right there. They are making the decision without hardly anyone seeing these movies.
1: You know what? There's so much talk about this movie. Screw it. I'm going to utilize the movie past and I'm going to check it out. There's no reason for me not to at this point. And Go see it. I at least so have to I at least have to make an opinion my, for myself, you know. You're going to you're here I already know what you're going to say. You're going to walk out and be
0: like that was a movie that began and ended and it was decent acting and it was not boring. The end. Okay. Nothing like I'm going to check it out. Yes. Okay. So um, this next piece of news is an interesting one only because I love West Side Story and I love Spielberg who is now making a new West Side Story. Do tell. Dude. So Steven Spielberg, there, there's a, there was a casting announcement shared by Mark Harris, husband of playwright and screenwriter Tony, Tony Kushner, confirms that Spielberg is about to embark on one of the more ambitious remakes in recent memory, a new version of West Side Story. Bruh? I am all the way in.
1: I am all the way in. Are you in? Sorry about that. I, I heard every word you said. I'm sorry, I stepped away for two seconds, so that's why I was a late response. Yeah, do, do, are so you you're in? a West Side story fan. I love it. Um Oh wait. Huh. Well, you know, don't get me wrong. Dude. Don't get me wrong. No, 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 no. Yeah. It has nothing to do with it being a musical or yeah. anything like that. It's 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 a it's a great movie. But this is one of those ones where it's like, do we really need to go down that road? You know what I mean? Like, like it's already good. That's true. It's just like Mary Poppins. Do we really need
0: to do that again?
1: Yeah, like they ended up making no, it a right. Mary Poppins Two or Mary Poppins Returns. I'm not trying to burst your bubble. I'm just no, saying personally, I think it tickles like my it fancy. Was, yeah, it's yeah, it tickles your fancy because it's a classic. But that's I, true. Let me let me liken it to say Willy Wonka. Now there's no Tim Burton involved in, I'm sure. But did they really need to mess with Willy Wonka? Gee, that's a I, beautiful. I, really, I love that movie.
0: I love Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, dude. You did? The Tim I was Burton one of the, movie?
1: Yes, dude. Damn, dude. And I, and I thought we were friends.
0: The way Danny Elfman made the music to fit. Such Tim Burton-ness of and still keep the Willy Wonka-ness. And then, I mean, Johnny Depp, mind you, he has his issues now. But he played, he didn't try to, I'm going to be Willy Wonka. He made a new carry that uh, character that fit into that world. I loved it, man.
1: Well, I'm glad for you that you liked it. You know, you need honestly, to watch it. Again. I just no, dude. I, I tried. i to it It was one buy. of those movies where it's like I'm gonna watch this again because I think I'm being a little hard on it just because I loved the first one so much. And again, not trying to burst your bubble, but not I thought it, it was just totally absolute fair. garbage. Totally absolute fair. garbage. Yeah, and, and it's and true. Even the soundtrack. And I love Danny Elfman dude. from the days of Oingo Boingo. You know what I mean? Like I'm a huge Danny Elfman fan. And actually, I think the soundtrack was a lot better than the movie. I did. I even bought the soundtrack. That's how much I liked Danny Elfman.
0: Did Elfman? Elfman did do the for Batman, right?
1: Yes, sir. Woo! Yeah. I mean, he's he's a legend. You know what I mean? I know you've never really gotten into Oingo Boingo at all. But what
0: is dude, their popular song?
1: That I could I could probably tell you several. OK, I know one that you will know for sure. Yes. Uh Dead Man's Party. Remember that one? Nope. It's a Dead Man's Party. Yes, you do. No, it, was do in not. The, it was Oh, that's right though. You're not a big 80s guy. I'm a huge 80s guy. And you said the other night, you said that everything sounds like Duran Duran. It that style of music did, G. I'm come at me. Come at
0: me, y'all. It all sounded the same, G, except for um tears for fear.
1: Guys, just be nice. That's all I'm saying. Just be nice <laughs> to him because he's learning as this is G, a this is a learning no. process.
0: You're telling me that they don't sound the same, dog.
1: I'm yes, very much so. Telling you that
0: we just did a quiz, and all of the quiz answers could have been Duran Duran. All those songs.
1: That's crazy. Wasn't that a great? I wish you guys could have heard the quiz that we had the other night. We were, yeah, it was uh, fun. We were we were both quizzed actually by our, really, by our coworker.
0: Yeah, it was really really fun. But um, uh, yeah. I you know what? I think Spielberg could either do it well, or he can ruin it. Either way, I am eager to see it, but I'm also in your camp. It doesn't have to be done. I think Spielberg actually could do a better movie. There's another movie that he should do. I don't know what it is, but it's in his head and he should do that movie because I don't want one of his movies later on in life to be wasted on a remake. Spielberg is too good. Just keep making good movies, doc.
1: You know what? I think he always should have, he should have done this. I remember Back in the day, walking to the store and reading, it was like one of those movie magazines. I couldn't even tell you. It was forever ago. I uh, was a kid, but I remember reading this, and it was like coming. up, It was about you know upcoming movies, or that's how I took it anyway. And they gave a full synopsis of ET two, and it was awesome. And I've just always wanted them to do an ET two. Oh yeah. I don't think it's ever going to happen, but they, I think that now would be the time to do something like that. I well, think if he was able to bust out ET two and do it properly. That would be amazing. I would well, rather see that than a West Side Story. They have Star, a script
0: for Goonies too.
1: Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, I, I don't know someone about that.
0: Read it and said it was incredible back then.
1: But is it meant to? Are like? No. Are the original actors coming back?
0: No, it was a nostalgia factor. But it was the mm. continuation of that story.
1: Okay, so it's not a reboot. It's a it's, a. it's an a actual continu- sequel.
0: Yes, it shows them what happens next.
1: I might be inclined to watch that. I think I would give that some love if it was a true sequel and not a reboot. More than West Side awesome.
0: Story, I would watch that quicker.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, you know what, I, Maybe I'm being a little too hard on West Side Story. I, I might check it out. But again, I really just... It's like, why, why mess with it? I get it was that. already great. I would you know rather know get I mean? an
0: original Steven Spielberg script.
1: And there's something about that will get lost. Like, there's certain elements of West Side Story that will get lost with... The modern day you know know. you're not the gangs the gangs are not going to be like oh no 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 no, no. and that was great because there's there's nothing where they're snapping
0: and walking i'll be like that doesn't translate anymore that didn't translate (laughs) could you imagine these days
1: if that's how gangs acted dude (laughs) we're not in beat it we're not in beat it (laughs) yeah that was kind of like the last of it that was like a nod to it actually beat it yeah so that. Oh, look at this motherfucker up in my hood right now. Oh, let's start snapping.
0: Exactly. It's time, yeah. just like they did in Bad. Yep.
1: That was pretty corny.
0: Yeah. Um, anyway. So check this out. You, Dan, I'm going to imagine that you are a MoviePass guy. I'm going to go on a limb.
1: I am a huge MoviePass guy.
0: Well, MoviePass just cut ties with 10 AMC theaters without warning.
1: I saw that and I got a little worried there for a second. I'm Gee. glad that we don't really have to deal with that. Yet, Gee. but I'm a little concerned. I'm a little concerned.
0: So he, this is very quote heavy. So here it is. So there will be no mistaking how profitable MoviePass has been for the chain. This is from one of the investors in talking about AMC. We currently represent approximately 62% of AMC's operating income. Assuming that AMC is in flat year over year, that equates to $135 million Dollars to AMC's growth profit. And that number doesn't reflect the dollars audiences drop at the concession stand. Now, here's what happened. He says, long story short, MoviePass began a, pro- began a program where in exchange for theaters giving them discounted tickets instead of paying full price, those theaters would then get a promotion in the MoviePass app. It's a plan to help make the ticketing service more sustainable since the membership price dropped. With plans to branch the app into concession stands and nearby restaurants, with MoviePass taking a cut. But AMC, last fall, the CEO said that it has absolutely no intention, and it said, "I repeat, no intention of sharing any. I repeat, any of our admission revenue of our concession revenue with MoviePass." So yeah, they're th- not having it. So then the MoviePass CEO responds. He says, "Um." The list, they said uh, that subscribers should check the app often for, for participating venues, noting that the list of theaters we work with is subject to change. That is a That's shock. a little scary. Oh, dude. He's saying if you don't work with us, we just will simply give movie passes and other theaters will take your business. That's what he's saying. We are big enough now that if you don't get with us, we don't even have to warn you we're taking it away. We're just taking it away. That means customers are walking up to the theater being like, my ticket doesn't work. And the people behind the desk are like, yeah, what's happening? MoviePass didn't even tell them that they cut them off. Wow. You're just going to be dealing
1: with pissed off customers. Well, here's the thing. Did they mention anything? And I'm probably, I would I could probably guess they didn't. I don't imagine that there's any type of refund. What if you've purchased a year? Let's just say you're in the scenario where you purchased a year pass and maybe all you have around you are AMC theaters. Too bad, so sad. They just take your money and they don't give you a refund? Is that on record? Now, here's what
0: I'm gonna guess because look at the, the theaters that, that they're taking it away from. Like one theater is in New York, Los Angeles, Boston, Chicago, San Diego, Tampa, all big places that probably have other AMCs. So they're like, You just can't. So if you can just go five miles down the road, you're getting that money. Dude, I think it's a brilliant plan.
1: I'm just concerned that I'm going to end up walking over to my theater or getting into my theater and trying to get, you know, utilize my pass. And then it doesn't work. And then what happens if I get painted into a corner and now see now I'm a little bit afraid, like I'm afraid that it's going to be bad for the consumer.
0: It might, because
1: it's going to be if you can't get a refund, what's the point of even doing this?
0: Well, see, the thing is, they said that you could just simply look up the theaters that are participating. They're like, we will change the theaters, but you'll always have it on your app. Which ones are participating? I well,
1: think. Then we're I guess good. we really don't have to worry about that. It's just, but I, I am concerned for people in smaller towns that maybe they only have AMC, is what I'm getting at.
0: That's if they do that to them. If That's even a yes. thing. If they do that to them, but so far it's only big cities. Except for like one of them was like, what was one? Linwood, Washington? I don't even know where that is. That's the that's the one that I'm like, I don't know where that is.
1: Hmm. Okay.
0: We're, I, we're still good. Yeah, I mean, McLean, Virginia, that might be a problem. Tyson's Corner 16, that doesn't sound like it has a billion. And I might be wrong if anyone's from McLean, Virginia, but it sounds like that might be an oomph, kind of a hit. Like, yo, I can't
1: go 10 towns
0: over. Actually, well,
1: I'm, as long uh, as we're safer now, I guess I'm okay with it.
0: Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he said selfishly.
0: Now, this is the last story I have and this is the most interesting. Uh, well, not the most interesting. I thought it was funny because Redbox is suing Disney. Oh, I heard a little something about Dude, this. That's going after the Goliath. Yeah. Yeah, it's I mean, it, it says quote, Disney's upcoming on-demand video project is also a presumed factor in Redbox's recent accusations of questionable business tactics. It says Redbox is arguing that Disney's home video branch, Buena Vista Home Entertainment, is interfering with its businesses by pressuring other distributors and real realtail uh, retailers into cutting ties with the service. Also, Redbox Redbox accuses Disney of falsely claiming that they are not to resell digital copies of movies, which was ba- which was the basis for Disney's original suit and I was like that makes no I don't even get what they're saying but what they're saying is Disney is is like charging extra to distributors that go with Redbox they're starting to kind of say if you use Redbox we're going to um, not allow you to distribute Disney or charge you more for distributing Disney so that's automatically going to pull you away from Redbox totally and they're like, that's not fair. But Disney was like, well, then sue us. I
1: was gonna say, how like, how concerned do you think Disney? Act? They're freaking Disney. I they're mean, just like, what of it? Deal with it. We're Disney.
0: That's true. Check it out. Says lawsuit reveals that Disney even allegedly cut back on distributors Disney's titles when it discovered the distributor was a major partner of Redbox. That is huge, dog. And now that Redbox is getting into the video on demand, they said they're trying to start a video on demand service. Disney's gonna try to eat them alive. They don't, I don't want any. About try to. They're going to. But Redbox, if they can prove that they're threatening distributors, Redbox could win this. They could totally win it. Not saying it's gonna deter any distributors. They'll be like, okay, they won, and they'll be like, but do we still want to piss off Disney? Those distributors still might be like, we're not gonna. <laughs> Even though they won, heck no, we we want Disney titles. Skip Redbox.
1: Do you think Red Box is becoming irrelevant?
0: Yes, quickly.
1: And I'm me too. And that's why I'm wondering: like, do they even need to go down this road? I'm sure this is a, a last-ditch effort to stay relevant. You know what I mean? Because those those little red bo- the literal red boxes will be going away at some point. Oh, totally. Everything's going digital. Totally. So I understand why they want to do a streaming service. But is it too little, too late with it's- all of these streaming with Amazon and Netflix and Disney and Apple? I mean. Good luck, Redbox.
0: If they do a video service that's free with your cable, maybe, maybe yeah, I don't see how. That's but I don't happen. see that. Yeah, because Disney's going to be like, they still can. I mean, they don't have to verbally threaten distributors. They can just insinuate. They can just insinuate it, and they'll say, "We are not crossing Disney."
1: And but- if it turns out that Disney is within their rights to actually do this, like in a court, you know, if a court of law says, that, "Hey, yeah, you have every right to do this." After that acquisition, dog, dude, there's so many things that dude. they're gonna. Yeah, sure, okay. Redbox, uh, enjoy putting out, enjoy streaming the original Mash movie. You know yes. what I mean? <laughs> like, exactly, exactly. Like
0: you cannot use anything. Enjoy not having Black Panther on DVD that you you can't sell it, you can't uh, rent it out.
1: Enjoy. Oh, nothing was that Planet Marvel. of the Apes? Oh, that that would be mine. That's mine. Thank you. Sorry, Alien. Yeah, sorry, we got to yeah. take that one back too. All these huge Do you franchises. you see all that they the biggest to
0: franchises? You see all of those? Just put a stamp on all of them that says, nah, son, and move aside. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> I Okay, here's the thing. This is going to be the last one, and i only give it to you because I know you would find this funny. Do you know, okay. Henry, you know Henry Cavill's in the new Mission Impossible? I do. Did you hear the prank that Tom Cruise pulled on him? No, I didn't. So, this is from Simon Pegg. It was me, Tom, Sean Harris, Ving, when you're at the level to call someone Tom, though,
1: Me and Tom. Yeah,
0: Tom. Uh, So uh, we're in a car. It's very cramped in the car, particularly with Ving and Henry, who are both big guys, and me in the middle bombing around in Paris. And every time we finish a shot, we'd have to reset the shot and drive back to the starting point so we could do it again. And so um, one time, Henry Cavill was like, hey, can I just walk to the starting point? And they're like, yeah, no problem. We can reset there. Tom Cruise, quote, Tom Cruise, um, his Cruise's vehicle drove alongside the Man of Steel Star while while Simon Pegg vocalized the John Williams iconic Superman theme the whole way he's walking. (laughs) (laughs) They just drove next to him with a Superman theme. (laughs)
1: That's hilarious. Simon Pegg was singing it? Is that what you were saying? Simon Pegg was just singing it? And Cruise was just
0: going really slow. And Henry Cavill was like, when Tom Cruise plays that prank on you You know you've made it When he's making fun of you
1: I don't know why I can just kind of visualize it Because you know you see Superman walking a lot So I kind of have a an idea Of what he would look like oh, walking down totally. the street But to see Simon to, to picture Simon Pegg hanging out the window
0: And Tom Cruise Making sure the car's slow enough To walk To dun, go, go right <laughs> <dun>, <laughs> And they said they did it all the way to the reset spot.
1: He's like, that's quite enough. That
0: is <laughs> quite, quite enough, enough I thought that was hilarious. And it really, I don't know, man. It makes me like Tom Cruise even more.
1: I mean. I still think he's a weirdo, man. I do. But I do I, think I, but he's I, a weirdo. But I like him.
0: But all those weirdos, I'm wondering um, what kind of stuff a certain thing has on them. What stuff do they have on you to make you act like that? Because I don't. I think he's a sane person. I just think that sometimes you get caught up and you realize, uh-oh, I'm stuck because you're not walking away. You're just not, <laughs> in my opinion. But that's all the news. And I think that well brings done, us man. to the sad part. Ladies and gentlemen, we have bad news and we have good news. The bad news is, first, we're leaving you. The good news is we'll be back next week, and we're going to be back with next week with a game. And to preview this game, I'm going to ask Dan just to make sure that I'm not making this game too hard. Dan, um, have you are you familiar with a game uh, a show called the The Cosby Show?
1: Oh yeah, I'm quite familiar with the Cosby Show, Steve.
0: Name three of the children's names.
1: Oh damn, okay, um, it's been a minute too. So we got Theo, uh huh, Huxtable, yeah. We got Rudy, uh huh. And hold on, hold on, hold on. It's been a long time, dude. Oh, my God. Just making,
0: sure, just making sure. Lisa
1: Bonet. Is what? Is <laughs> Excuse who? Me. Is, um... Uh-oh. This is not good. Because you caught me off guard. Oh, it's been a minute. Uh, I cannot remember her name. Why do I feel like this is going to, you're just going to make me feel like an oh, ass. Oh, right I,
0: I now. cannot wait for next week, brother.
1: Why is, th- okay. Now I got to know why. What's up?
0: Oh, because next week, the, 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 the test is going to be around. This is how hard it's going to be. This is going to be around where we're at, where you okay. know pretty much, but you're going to be like, dad, got it. And when you guys hear the name of this test, it's over.
1: You're not gonna pre. Oh, oh no,
0: we just want to see. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna see how cultured Dan is, because because I know cultured? he knows oh. <laughs> Iron Maiden. He knows Metallica. He knows the. That's fools. all I know. Apparently, you know what I'm saying. He knows Nirvana. He knows you know all him. But I,
1: I I don't know what detecting else. he knows. a pattern. I'm detecting a pattern. That's I, all I'm saying. I
0: don't know what else he knows. So uh oh, by the way, her name's Denise.
1: Denise, that's right. that's right. Oh, Dan, you're And then in there trouble. was, but I do know that there was another sister that didn't, she wasn't on the show all the time.
0: Yeah. Well, maybe I'll put that as a, um, a, uh, trick question. Okay. No I'm looking, just saying. No see, looking. I, I
1: know some. No, no, no. No,
0: no looking. I promise. Yes. But we will have a Cosby show. Uh, we're going to have some Cosby show questions. We're going to, and it's going to be right in your, like, you were an 80s boy. So it's going to be right in your, 80s 90s area i'm not gonna do any current stuff
1: okay except fair maybe run the jewels that's easy though okay it maybe though? it's not though
0: Is it? maybe though? it's not i don't maybe think you not. can name i don't think if i asked you to name like a specified album and songs off that only specific album i think you'd have trouble If what? Did I say that again? If I asked you a specific album from Run the Jewels and songs off that specific Run the Jewels album, I'm wondering if they will all run together or if you'll be able to separate them.
1: Um, I think I could do a pretty good job of separating. Ladies and gentlemen,
0: we're going to see next week. And before we leave, though, Dan, do you want to tell us how to get in touch with or tell them, the wonderful listener, how to get in touch with us?
1: Guys, just go to www.heroesofnoise.com. That is the one-stop shop for everything. At this website, you guys, you can subscribe to the show. You can find us on Twitter. You can get our Facebook, our Instagram. You can donate to the show. Have I said that enough yet? Uh, what else can you do? Uh, you can check out our other show. That's There's a link to that on there. It's called The Word, the unofficial preacher podcast regarding AMC's preacher. That's going to be coming up into season three very, very soon. You might as well just get primed for that because we're coming back hard. So the voicemail's there, too. And you know what? I'm not even going to give you the number. It's a link. You click on it, and boom, you're good to go. Please, guys. Get in contact with us. Leave us. Let's do all the podcasty stuff now, right? We're on episode 14 here. So, you know, we're not going anywhere, guys. We love you. We know you're there. We just want to hear from you. So please feel free to contact us. I I can't ask enough. Please leave us some five-star reviews. We are really, really trying to grow this show, and we kind of depend on you to help us with that. So please, if you like what we're doing, leave us a review, tell a friend, give us a call, make us feel good. There's really no more I can say, but I am asking very kindly for you to do these things. And that's it. That's it for me.
0: And gentlemen, we've made it through one. No, not even. We made it through two podcasts today.
1: We made it through two.
0: Two podcasts we've made it through two podcasts. We love doing it for y'all, but we've made it again. But until next week, until I get another werewolf email, or I get some (laughs) more schooling on the base, or someone else calls me co. We're going to have to or say I get your, a little
1: bit of love On the email for once gee, Maybe
0: You might want to give Dan I mean you already got enough Because they called me Cole. They called you Dan
1: I'm ego bruised today man Oh <clears throat> Excuse no. me guys A little phlegmy I don't know what's up with that But I'm a little ego bruised Is okay. all I'm saying So maybe I'm sounding A little bit desperate right now But just understand It's because I'm ego bruised Okay number one you, At least you didn't get a werewolf I would have liked To have gotten a werewolf I know you would have liked it Next time to, but You know I, what You know what may be great Is there a snake filter out thank there Thank you if there Put is, a snake
0: please please because that was not i was not at least say a hey, werewolf included in this email do that mix easy don't just have me opening an email
1: don't forget about all that tripophobia either oh dear
0: lord oh <laughs> dear lord but anyway we're gonna see you next week and until that wonderful awesome and amazing time i'm your host steve
1: my name is dan folks thank you very much for listening to the heroes of noise peace